Mic check one two one two. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Miss Hip Hop, aka Queen Star. And tonight we have a dope artist with us. So uh, why don't you tell us your name, where you're from, and what you do? Oh yeah. Uh, this is Gerard Arvell. Representing Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, well, representing Columbia, Missouri. Let me say that. Representing Columbia, Missouri by way of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hell um, yeah. You know, you got to show love where you at, man. You got to. True, true, true. All right. So, um, Gerard, I usually start off all my episodes with an icebreaker question for the artist. So, you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So, when you die, what do you want to be remembered for? When I die, what do I want to be remembered for? Um, I want to be remembered as as a person that inspired. Mm. You know, uh, as far as music, music been had 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 a control of my life as long as I could possibly remember. I mean, since I was a kid, right? Mm. And uh. The one thing that I want to leave behind is, is that I inspired the younger generation to do something great. Wow. That's technically what I that's that's what I, that's the kind of legacy I want. Right. That's dope as hell. We're gonna leave that type of legacy for the youngins to follow you by. I got you. Right, 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 right. Cool. Um, but like now Gerard, like <laughs> Gerard Avell is your artist name. But I always knew you as Grime starting off. So uh, why the name <laughs> change? <laughs> right. Okay. Well. Uh, so the name change is uh, it, it's a lot more simple than you think, right? Um, so Grime is is what I was called. A lot of uh, my old uh, friends or whatever they used to call me that. That was for a specific reason. Um, I was that guy that could always pop up and get things. Mm-hmm. Like it don't matter what it was, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could get. Um, man, hold on for two seconds. Hold all right, on. all right. <laughs> Everybody, he just do a little something, something in the background, so don't y'all worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Just enjoy the good vibes that's coming through this interview right now from my bro. Right, you know what I'm saying? AKA, I call him Grind because that's what I remember him by. So, you know what I'm saying? We went to school together in Missouri. So, hard rep for Lincoln, you know what I'm saying? In Missouri and shit. So, facts. For I'm sure. Back. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, my bad. I didn't mean to do that, man. I had something I had to take care of real quick. That's so, okay. um, all right, so why I leave off? Okay, yeah, so uh, the name changed, well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, Grime was a name that was given to me. Let's just put it like that. Um, and as time went on, I went through some things in my life. Um, some of them you even aware of. So I went through some real life changing things. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as I got, as I aged, got a little older, and my music started to grow, I started realizing like that guy kind of had to. He kind of had to take a back seat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what I did 
was uh, I just used my real name. And most people don't know Gerard is my middle name. Damn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerard is my middle name. Um, Arvell is my brother's middle name. Mm-hmm. And the reason I use my brother's middle name is because, yeah, wow. like I said, I've been through some things. And there was a time that I was homeless. I was living on the streets. And, you know, I went through some pretty heavy stuff at that time. And just out of the clear blue sky one day, while I'm on a bus stop, sitting there all night long for no reason, I decided to take a walk maybe five feet in front of me. A door opens, and boom, here's my brother. I ain't seen him in like four years. It was Damn. just really weird. You know what I'm saying? It was a really weird experience. Um, from that day, he kind of just took me under his wing. I mean, I was I was 15. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he took me under his wing and he just emoted me to be able to maneuver, you know, in, 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 in the streets and do what I had to do and survive. And wow. I owe a lot of credit to him for me still being here today. So. You know, I, I, as a homage, I took his middle name and combined it in mine. So there you have Gerard Arvell. Gerard Arvell, that's dope as hell. Um, yeah, uh, I really didn't know that you were homeless at one point. And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? We haven't seen each other in so long that right. I wasn't aware, you know, of the young man that you had transformed into, especially right, right now. So... That's a really dope story, and that's the that was the universe dropping, you know, hints and signs like you know you're supposed to be here right now. You're supposed to be inspiring these young people to do what they got to do. So that's that's really good. Right, right. And I'm I'm to- I'm totally in tune. I, I I feel like I already know it. I just ain't totally aware yet. You know what I mean? Like you know, your body just tells you this is what it's supposed to be. Yes. But you go along with the punches just because you just, it just feel like the right thing to do. You really don't know if it is. That, that's, I know you're right. I can just tell. I feel that. I felt that, yeah. Um. So now, I'm listening to your music and everything, but tell me like what it was like for you growing up in Milwaukee and how has it influenced your music? Um. Man, Milwaukee is a Milwaukee is a really it's it's a whole nother world there. It sure is. It's a whole nother world of Milwaukee, man. Like uh, uh it's it's a tough place. If you it don't is. Yes. You know, it's a it, a lot of people kind of look and breeze past it, but, but like I mean, Milwaukee is a tough place to live, man. And it's a whole nother world. It's like when you come there, you kind of don't even know. You know, for for people that ain't never lived there, this is the experience they tell me. They like, bro, this ain't like nowhere else I've ever lived, bro. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a reason for that. Um, you know, Milwaukee got the highest segregation rate in the United States. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Milwaukee is the the most segregated city in the United States. Period. You know what I'm saying? So that alone draw a lot of uh, I don't know what could you call it civil unrest at times mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's not a whole lot of riots and stuff there but when they do riot they start burning stuff down just like it's LA yeah you know what I'm saying and uh, that that kind of structure of environment it kind of make you grow up fast you already got to grow up fast because it's, it's already a tough place to live man like you know 
you grow up fast then, but then you start realizing other things in life. Like, hey, like, bruh, you know, everything in society ain't built for you. You have mm-hmm. to make it built for yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Man, Milwaukee is a really tough society. You got to deal with your, your neighborhood. Then you got to deal with the folks that want you out of theirs. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just a, it's, it's really crazy. I, I'm not saying everywhere else don't have it. It's just really, really stern. And walk, you know what I'm saying? The the, uh, the Hispanics got they side of town. The blacks got they side of town. Greeks got they side of town. It's it's really segregated. Totally segregated. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Um, when I visited Milwaukee, it was like a jungle. The part I was in, I can't remember which part I was in, but it was like all black people and everything. And it did remind me of my city, like Chicago, because we're segregated too. We got Polish town, Katrina town, Greek town, mm-hmm. you know, Juke town, K town. You know, I'm just going into the different neighborhoods now. <laughs> the different neighborhoods, and you see the segregation there, like the way that people just stick with their own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's almost rare to be outside of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Look at you funny. Yeah. And it's it's pretty crazy. And even to this day, you would think that, that certain places will grow out of it. They're not growing out of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's still separate for whatever reason. Yeah. Know? So I don't know what your experience was like in Milwaukee, man, but it's it is rough. Like it is rough. It's rough. You know, yeah. You know, definitely rough. But that's the reason why I got a whole lot of love for Chicago. For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of love for Chicago. Not mentioning that my pop side of the family is South Siders. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there, though. I can't say hey, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised. So, like, you know, but I, I just, I got so much respect for people that come up in those kinds of areas and, and, and those kinds of environments. When you live to be the ages that we are, yeah. you know, you have something to be proud of. Yeah, for sure. You, know, you made it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's saying a lot. exactly, exactly. That's saying a lot. So, I mean, I think growing up in Milwaukee, experiencing things that I I, I experienced, and, and how it formed me into who I am today, I think it was the most gradual change ever to like occur. It, it was like it was all meant to happen in the way that it did. I've definitely felt that. Yeah, that's the, again, that's the universe talking to you and through you. Right. So I, I get that. Right. Um, I try to open myself up to the universe as much as possible. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I feel it. I see you on social media, too, trying to spit knowledge to fools. I mean, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm trying to give it to them, man. They got to know. Somebody got to tell them. Yeah, like for real, we gotta have a sit down, sit down, and really get into everything. But I see you though, I definitely do. I appreciate it. I'm glad somebody paying attention. I mean, I know I get some kind of response. That's good. Yeah, won't definitely. So, um, <clears throat> who are some of your greatest hip hop influences? Oh man. <laughs> Oh, the list goes on and on. If I listen, I learn from them and everybody I listen to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and this is real talk. I, I'm not even fronting. Everybody I listen to, I learn from. Okay. But my my biggest influences. Um, my sister had no idea what she was doing. One day, she uh gave me a. Uh, <laughs> you remember back in the day when they had those uh those little CD deals that came on the uh that came on the newspapers or like the little magazines and 
it was like you get 20 CDs for five hours yes. or something like that. You yes, that? yes, yes. I freaking remember. Listen, listen, let me tell you, okay? So I'm thinking I'm maybe about 12, 13, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to all the music that everybody else is listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, the first album to inspire me to want to actually do music was one day my sister got this big ass bundle of, of CDs. Mm-hmm. She's inside the CDs, she's looking through them. She's looking for groups like Escape and you know what I'm saying? Right. She don't want other stuff. A Rock Him CD popped up in there. What? Okay? Yes, I kid you not. I cannot make this up. A Rock Him CD popped up inside that bundle. She was like, You want this? I'm like, Yeah, I don't know who it is, but All yeah, right. you know. I put the CD in that day. I didn't take it out for like five months. And I kid you not. Okay. My first CD I ever owned was a Rock Kim, the master album. Okay. (laughs) And I never took it out of the deck. To this day, I know that whole CD back and forward. Okay. Is ridiculous. Um, And from Rock Kim, I got introduced to Big L. And then from Big L, I got introduced to like Biggie and Jay. Yeah. But them wasn't my biggest influences. It was mm-hmm. Rakim, mm-hmm. Big L, mm-hmm. Tupac, Cannabis. Mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. a whole blend of them guys. Damn. And so I try to incorporate, like, I don't care what nobody said. If you're an artist, you learn from somebody. Yeah. And I try to incorporate all of them guys into what I do. And mm-hmm. it make my craft, I think it make it very I don't know what's the word. Like, it's got a lot of depth. You yeah, know I was mean? just about to say that. Diverse and depth. Yeah. And yeah. Depth. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those are my influences. I, I, I'll run it back one more time for you. Rakim. Rakim. Big L. Big L. Cannabis. Cannabis. Tupac. And Tupac, of course. Duh. Yeah. Right. I mean, oh. I I later on started drifting into Wu-Tang, but that's some other stuff, too. But I love them guys, though. Me, too. Me, too. Well, you just named some um, heavy hitters, though. Like, yeah, a I, lot I, of people I, don't know who Rakim is. I mean, I'm not being funny about it either. They don't know right. who Rakim is. They don't know who fucking Big L is. They don't know right. barely who fucking Cannabis is. I'm just like, just. I know. You know, it's, you know, <laughs> know. it's just crazy or whatever. I know. And and that's why when a lot of artists, man, I end up I end up molding artists a lot. Like, uh, I, I run into guys that do music and they end up sitting down and 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 just soaking up from me because yeah. when I when I sit back and I listen to something I absorb it all like I said I learn from everybody for I real. love it you know I but it. I absorb and knowledge is free man the game might be so but knowledge you know what I'm saying <laughs> knowledge is free though I could give you this out for free so I, I I give knowledge as much as I can so when I find artists they listen to me. They pick up from things that I that I teach. If I learn something, I'll tell them right away. Right. Don't try to hold things. You know what I'm saying? Try to see the next person come up. I want to see everybody be great. Definitely. So, yeah, it's just a, it, it's man, it's a beautiful thing, man. Them is some heavy hitters though. Now that you said it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is, and. When you listen to these individuals, like now I want you to walk me through your creative process when you start making new music. 
when I start making new music, um, my process is a little different than most people. I really don't know what everybody else's process is, mm-hmm. but uh, mine's technically is I find I find a beat that I like and then I'm feeling right. From there, um, this is not to be vague, but it's the truth. I let the beat tell me what to do. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I I can't even do a song if it's not if the beat ain't talking to me. Mm. So, um, most times when a song comes to me really quick, mm-hmm. the beat literally told me exactly what to do on it. And oh sometimes I take a I, I take a producer's uh, title. Sometimes they'll just name it something, anything, mm-hmm. roach farts, whatever the hell, and mm-hmm. just send. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes the titles that they pick totally fit the beat, and yes. it makes the song. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> it totally makes the song. So sometimes I take those and I run with it. I will name it exactly what the producer called it instead of just trying to take it off in another direction because the person that made it, they had a feeling there. Yes. And why they made it and called it what they called it. That's so sometimes right. I take off with it. You know what I mean? So I, my process is a little different. For the, long, for the longest, I didn't even use a pen and pad. As a matter of fact, um, duality was was done i think i might have used a pad on two songs on that are you um, serious yeah i ain't even lying i ain't even lying like that, that process i had been doing since uh since i was in lincoln i was doing that process oh i had never God. i had never wrote anything down I'm not trying to be cocky or nothing like that no Truth, truthfully i was lazy oh my I didn't feel like writing so I had to find a way over the hump. I didn't feel like doing it. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm too lazy to do this. So like, what other way am I going to like be able to record? I just start just thinking it up. I take five minutes. I, I pace. Everybody know my process. Like I pace around for maybe about five, 10 minutes. And then I'll come up with half the bars that I need. You know, I'll come up with eight off back. And then I'll do it another five minutes and come up with another eight. And then boom, there's a whole 16. And that's been, crazy. Yeah, I've been doing that process for a while, and you know, yeah, duality was wrote like that. So you wrote like you practically uh, wrote duality within like a week, basically. I wrote I wrote duality in a week. Yeah, the whole got, fucking album in a week. I wrote the whole album in a week. That shit is bananas, man. I'm telling you right now. Like, you up in the studio like you fucking Wayne. Wayne don't write shit down either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But you know what, though? You know why, uh, man, I'm really giving out jewels on this podcast. Okay, check this out. <laughs> There's a reason why uh, people that write on paper and people that don't write on paper mm-hmm. sound different. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, when you write, on a paper and don't 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 get me wrong i'm not taking anything away from somebody that can write on a canvas because technically that's still skill regardless of how you look at it and technically the process that i use ain't the same thing it, it well technically is the same thing i'm writing they writing i'm just doing it up here and right. they doing a piece of paper same thing but the reason they sound different is because on a piece of paper you kind of limited to those lines yes <clears throat> when you off the top of your head and you thinking out loud and there's nothing restricting you, it's like you have this endless canvas. You can write until your heart desires in your head. You Damn. know what I mean? Yeah. So the canvas is endless. And, and then like, 
I'll be there roll so much and then I'll have to snatch from this and snatch from that and then put this here, throw that there, switch these bars around and then mm-hmm. boom, I got a verse. Mm-hmm. You know, I got this endless canvas of stuff that I already wrote. Half that stuff I forget after I didn't got the 16 together. You know what I mean? That's, um, that's a gift that you got. Like, everybody can't sit there and do that. I mean, half these rappers or so-called rappers that they playing on the radio right now can't even give you a freestyle, a decent-ass freestyle. You feel me? Yeah, no, no, no. You a freestyle. No, you right. You right. I've seen, I've seen, I'm not saying no names. Me either. Shit. As far as the music industry, I respect everybody in it, especially if you're making your money. It may, it, hey, I respect you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I have seen guys get on those shows where it's time for a freestyle, and they be like, "I don't freestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, uh, don't give me no, don't give me no hip hop beat. I want some <laughs> trap stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not mad at the trap thing, but I mean, when we talking about freestyle, this is a showcase. Like when you call yourself the master of ceremony, that's what MCs are. You are the master of ceremony. Then you got. You you got a responsibility right now. You have a, something to up stand up to. Mm-hmm. That's the reason for battles. Battles ain't just because people want to hear people just talk crap about each other. No, Thank it's you. the Bible of the fittest. It's a show of swords. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. So you know when you're talking about rap, yeah, there, there's a show of swords there. When it's time, you have to be ready. Yeah, you, know, you have to be ready. I mean, if you ever come to a show. That uh that 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 I do, or you come to a show that um you know what in particular you come to a show that 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 grits does that hip mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right um if I'm on the ballot <laughs> anybody that's been to those shows knows he will make me freestyle. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. No, check this out, and this is the funny part about it, right? Uh-huh. He'll make me he'll make me freestyle. Um. Maybe a couple of times. Okay. And he will tell the crowd <laughs> if his freestyle whack, boo him off. He can't perform tonight. And everybody be like, "What?" He was like, "I'm not playing. I'm not playing. If y'all don't okay it, he can't perform." Right. You know what I'm saying? Do I feel like it's pressure on me? Probably not, because honestly, I know the way I put bars together is different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the same time, it's entertaining. But you have to be ready for things like that. What if that does happen? You know, Damn. You, can't, you can't go on. You can't go on swaying and be thinking you about to right. just sit down and you know, and you call yourself a a lyricist. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? You have to show and prove. This is a show of swords. You know, so. Yeah, you you have to come to one of the shows so you can check that out. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to now. I'm like very interested in everything. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come and check it out. It's pretty cool. It's, it's good. Pretty- this is good talking to you because you like really like paint a picture. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you really there and stuff. Like this shit crazy. Man, that's the gift of words, man. Artists and poets got it. You can't yeah, help. you definitely damn right about that. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna calm down. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Just like speaking of being creative with your music and shit, like right. um, you're current, you working, you currently working on your new project, God, right? What, right. Well, let's not call it God. It's it's G O D. It's a it's an acronym. So it's G dot O dot 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 D. You know what I mean? What's G-O-D. the acronym stand for? Um, 
It's the three powers that poison the world, gold, oil, and drugs. Gold, oil, and drugs? The three things that power, I mean, that poison the world? Yep. Damn. It corrupts everything. It corrupts everything. In other okay. words, money, the oil industry, and, and drugs. Yeah. Drug, it, it, it corrupts the whole entire planet. You know. I like that. I like that. That's deep. That's real deep. Um. So okay, it's like a lot I want to talk about, but okay. <laughs> so I'm serious because you got two singles out now. Um, Redemption and Killer Grove. But let's talk about Redemption first because okay. I saw the video, and the video was cold as hell to me. Like I saw the video like a few months ago or whatever, and I was just this was before the podcast and all that shit or whatever. And I was right. like thinking, like, damn, like the song is hot and the video, like, you know what I'm saying? There's just so many talented people out there in the world that need to come on my show so we can get it, you know what I'm saying? Get it together, play your right. music and shit. But back to redemption, as I'm getting off track. Right. No, you um, good. <laughs> tell me the, um, like, everything that went into this, like, from you not writing, but you spitting redemption. Right to you choosing because i want to know the location of the video choosing the location of the video and just everything how everything meshed because it was it was just like a beautiful project oh, man thank you i appreciate that i appreciate so. um well the process behind redemption is man i so hate to do this because i do not want to make myself seem like something yeah, but, but look the process behind redemption was pretty simple Mm -hmm. uh, I got the call from Gris and Gris was like, bro, we need to work on singles, man. period. You know, he was like, I know you can do an album. He was like, but we need singles. We need stuff we can push as singles. And I agree. Mm -hmm. um, he sent me a beat that night, which was the Redemption beat. Mm. Oh, man, listen. <laughs> I wrote that song that night, recorded it the next day, and the day after we did the video. I kid you not. You I talk to Chris you. about this, it will blow your mind, man. Like, that was literally the process with that, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was writing it, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, man, what, what, what is this song saying to me? You know? And I thought about the project, and I'm thinking about what this beat is sounding like, because it's got that, uh, that, that gospel mm -hmm. hymn to it. It's got that gospel feel, mm -hmm. you know? And, and redemption just came to me. Right. And redemption just made so much sense. It does. Cause it sounds like that was the name of the fucking beat. Uh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the one time I didn't even choose. Like that's one of those times that I didn't choose the producer's name. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, this one didn't even have a name. Let's keep that real. It didn't even have a name. Damn, it was like one girl sticks ev something dash five or whatever the hell that's what it was he just made it and hurry up and sent it to me mm. you know what i'm saying so um redemption just kept coming to me and then i thought about it and i was like you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with the theme redemption and then all of a sudden i started off with a phrase that my father used all the time mm -hmm. uh like you asked my dad a question and um you know my my, my dad passed a couple years ago too i know i, I heard it in your music you know, and I, I put him in as much of my music as I can. And 
that verse, that very first verse, I started off with a quote that I had been hearing since I was a child. My pops would say, half turtle, half frog could be a bulldog. And people would be like, what the hell does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right? For my whole entire life, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Okay? But then I started writing this song. Up until the point I wrote Redemption, I didn't understand what it meant. I started writing the song, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to put my dad in it. So I put half turtle, half frog, could be a bulldog. And then before I could even think about it, the next line was, in other words, everything's limited to perception. And I was like, holy shit. Mm. I wrote the line and instantly got confirmation. I'm like, oh, that's what the hell it's meant all this time. You know what I mean? This shit is crazy. It was it was cra- it was crazy when I did it. I was I was mind blown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've been mind blown. You know, mm-hmm. and from there the song just took off. And then as as the song took off, everything else just started making sense. So like when you think about the video, mm-hmm. every place that you see me in that video has very significant uh, origins behind it. Um, okay. There's anytime you see me in front of a house, I lived in it. Whoa. Um, every last one of those houses. And every time every time you see me in uh one of the houses, I lived in that house. And uh the gas station I was in, mm-hmm. that's the gas station I caught my case in. Damn. Um, you know, the, the case that changed my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and me start reevaluating things. Um, I just started walking down memory lane and into the things that I was doing and like how I was bringing what I was, where I came from to where I tried to be and better myself. I was bringing the old stuff with me and I was just walking down that lane. So when you see the video, I'm walking, I look lost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not only do I look lost, but like I'm carrying this bag, so I got this weight on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And if you notice as you're paying attention to the video, uh, as the video goes on, mm-hmm. that bag start leaving. It, instead of it being on my shoulders, it start going down and and, and being in my in, on one arm, and then from one arm it leads into my hand. It's like I'm carrying this weight without any problems anymore. It's not on my shoulders. And at one point in the video, the bag's gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds crazy, but you know what? Videos be having little, you know, Me- messages, like, yeah, messages. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, redemption was exactly what it was. That that was my track to 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 redeem mm-hmm. myself from the person I had been. Mm. Now mm-hmm. that shit is everything you say and do has a message behind it, and that's what um like what people should be looking for in the artist, you know. Um, I want to, I just want to say, I wasn't like being like wholehearted when I said, yeah, I know I heard your music when when you told me your pops passed. I didn't mean to say it like that or whatever. It's fine. fine. I mean, I I talk about my pops a lot, man. If if you know my music, then you know I talk about them all. Yeah. Cause I was going to even like name one of the songs on duality. It was like, um, I don't want to say the wrong name, but it was H2O is, um, wait, hold on. Oh Yeah. It's, water is more than H2O. Yeah, water is more than H2O. I know you was talking about your father on that track, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my, my, my dad was a preacher. And yeah. um, that was the name of one of his sermons. Oh, cool. 
that, that's, that's actually a sermon you can find on YouTube. Like, you can go and watch that sermon. Okay. All yeah. right. It, it's kind of crazy. That you know, is so crazy. Anybody, anybody that need a message, you know what I'm saying, you go ahead and look that up, too. You know, Danny Smith, the, the, the actual uh, title of the sermon is called Water is More Than H2O. Water so I, yeah, so I I made a song and I dedicated it to him, and I named it after his sermon so that I could just put some kind of stamp on it, you know, to make it his. It ain't mine. I didn't write it. He did. This shit is cold, man. I mean, I mean, that I just shit is just really cold to me. But um, okay, uh, let's go to the second single. On the God project, yeah, yo, yo, join ain't it? That's my motherfucking shit. <laughs> yep, Killer Grove, my shit, and I, I ain't gonna keep talking about it. I'm about to fucking play a sample of the shit right now. Go ahead, play it. Yeah, I got to. Hey, y'all, this right here is Drew Avell, Killer in the Grove. Let's get it. <laughs> It's a killer in the grove, and I can hear mommy. Yeah, the game is so not told, and you ain't got the money. <laughs> it's like a jump sometimes, it makes you wonder how you made it to the summer. When it was coming, this is a game of thrones in my chair, you couldn't touch it. Liverpool savage, most of y'all rap is bad at it. I know y'all niggas wanna hate on me, so have at it. Murder on the beat, uh, split the difference. Bad rapping, mathematics. Flow chucky to the motherfucker. Niggas move like a slam dunk at the rucker. Out of this year, transparent as a tear. And I ride with no bill, I stay borders and I'm a truckers. Yeah, and stop winning with this. Viva, I'ma kill the shit as long as it's border. Viva, now what's fucking with that? Get me a mortimer to step cocky and a feeling that his killer's on the grove and I can hear him on the game is so not told, and you ain't got the money. <laughs> it's like the devil sometimes, it made me wonder how you made it through the summer. Winter is coming, this is a game of thrones, in my chair you couldn't touch it. Ooh, hell yeah, boy. <laughs> that's my shit right there, okay? <laughs> All right, that's what's up, that's what's like, up. Yo, that. That's actually one of my favorite songs, too. I it's gotta wanna... be. It's gotta yeah. be. It's definitely but one of my favorite songs, too. The vibes come through, and the way you flow over the beat effortlessly is crazy. And then, like, um, there was something else I was gonna say about the song that really, really, really fucking caught my attention. Um, Oh, crap. <laughs> anyway, it's just a hot song or whatever, and that right there. Y'all gotta go check that out. Go to YouTube freaking right now, okay? <laughs> Go to Gerald Avell, Killer Grove. Listen to the joint, okay? And let the vibes just come to you. All the, everything. <laughs> right? Let them come. Let them come to you. Don't, 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 don't hold anything back. Don't block it. Just let it all soak in. Yeah. That's how you get it. That's, That's how you get it. it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, man. This song, now I'm going to ask you, um, how did you come up with the concept for this song? Man, I told you my concept, my, my process ain't as, as complex. Ain't simple. 
as it seems, it, it's pretty simple. I take things for what they are. I do what the beat tell me to do. That shit crazy. Gris, Gris, Gris sent me that beat. It was called Killer in the Grove. I just ran with it. Oh, yeah. Well, I did it. <laughs> I, I don't lie. know what he was thinking when he named it, but all I know is it fit perfectly. So I just ran with it. You know? Yeah, you, you gave it life, more life, you know? Right, you know what I mean? So I was hoping I brought his vision to, vision to light. Like, you know, if that's what he was going for, I was hoping that's what he was going for. Mm-hmm. You know definitely saying? did that song that beat justice that he made for real that's shout what's out right. to grits shout out to grits man <laughs> shout out to grits man that's my very, brother right there yeah very dope ass song um i hope to have him on the show one day so now um girl I, man i i like to end off all my segments with some fun questions for the artists so are you ready yeah i'm ready come on hit me all right who is your superhero alter ego and why? My superhero alter ego. <laughs> yeah. Man. I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna have to say cable. Cable? You know who cable is? Uh-uh. Cable is a is is uh is, is, uh oh man, he like an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, he's a uh, he's he's based off like the X Men origins. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Um, he got a he got a he got a, a a really big plight with Apocalypse, and he goes through no end to make it seem or have it done to the end. Like he 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 just won't stop. Like he won't quit. He sacrifices pieces of his body just to justify his family wow. and uh <laughs> every he his one of his capabilities is going back in time he just always goes back in time to try to redo the fight no matter how much he loses mm. he keeps going back and he keeps trying to fight he loses pieces of his stuff but then he'll go back again because he don't care because he has one mission and one mission only you know what i mean yeah and, if I see myself as anybody, it would probably be K. I like that. Cool. I like that. Okay. Um, well, um, all right. If you could have drinks with any rapper, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Pac. Pac. No more talking. Tupac. Oh, yes, nigga. Say less. Say less. I don't want to talk to nobody. I mean, no, I got I got respect for everybody else. You know what I'm <laughs> but I don't want to talk to nobody except for Pac. If I can go and I can talk to anybody and have drinks with him, it'll be Pac, man. I, I feel like uh he he probably the closest to my own personality as I could find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would I would definitely have to have a have a sit down with Pac. I like that. That's what's up. All right. So, what's next for you? Oh, damn, I almost called you Grind again. <laughs> what's next it's, for you, Gerald? <laughs> hey, look, look, look. I tell you what, Grind, Gerard, Honestly, it's a whole. It's a whole thing. You know, the the meaning behind duality is 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 two sides of the same coin. You got Gerard, you got Grind. Okay. Yes. As, as a matter of fact, the first song is called Epic Entrance, Gerard versus Grind. I actually like battled the dudes out in the beginning of the album. Damn. Um, it's it, it honestly, 
people that know me got history with me. They still call me grind. I do not stop that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to be a part of me. It, it always has been me. It's never going to go anywhere. So if you call me grind, it's cool. But just know when you're looking for me, I am Gerard Arvell. You have to look for Gerard Arvell when you want these albums. This is, this is a new thing. It's a different thing. You know what I mean? For but sure. I'm still grind though, Star. Don't, 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 don't ever mistake that. <laughs> I'm still, that's still me. I, I be battling with that dude. That dude is crazy. You know I saying? know. <laughs> that dude is crazy, but you know, I'm still grind. For but, sure. Um, yeah. So what, okay. So hit me. I don't care. Hit me. What's, what, what's the question? Oh, I was just going to ask you what's next for Gerard in 2020? Like what, what are you working on any new music? Well, I know you're working on new music, but what about the music videos? Like you gonna give us some more uh visuals? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I got a few visuals coming. I got quite a few actually. Good. Um the the visuals have been on hiatus for something that was out of my control. Um, but they will they are going to start back. Like I actually am in the process of getting the next visual started, which is actually killer in the grove, which you will probably be happy about. Oh, hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. That'll be the first uh bit visual coming up next. And then there's <laughs> um along with that though, besides G-O-D, uh I'ma be focused a lot more on singles. Oh, good, good. Push them out. To, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to pop singles. I'm. I work so fast. If I just throw out 25 songs, some gotta pop. Like you know, eventually. So mm-hmm. like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna cram them, man, and see what happens. You know, something I have a catchy tune to it, and I'll find the one that I like and I'll put. Um. On top of that, though, uh, I'm not. It's not just music. I'm actually going into filming too. So, like, uh, I'm picking up a couple of parts in uh, shows, maybe a couple of uh, short films and things like that too. So you can expect that kind of stuff coming out of me in 2020, also. Oh, okay. Wait to see that set off because um, I know you can act. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think to be an artist, you got to be an actor. So it kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, not saying that like artists are fake. I mean, no, no. But, you know, the courage that it takes to be an actor, it it takes the same kind of courage to be an artist, too. You know what I'm saying? So I think they go hand in hand. It's an art. Exactly, exactly. And you just got to be, you know, versatile in what you do. And just when one thing dry up, you go to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? And not right. saying that you can't both rap and act and this and that. You can do that, you know? Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. You can do that shit. There, there, there's no limit. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's no limit. You know? So that that's, that's pretty much the gist of what's, uh, what's coming in 2020. I mean, there's more to come. I mean, I would talk about future albums, but, like, I'm not even going to do that because it's going to make me seem like I'm, like, some kind of superhero, superpower <laughs> dude or whatever. I'm. Let's just say when the next project is ready to drop, I'm already ready. Let's just say that. So, like, there, there is more albums coming, too, but I'm going to try to do at least one joint a year, you know? Love it. Love it. Um, now, before we get out of here, uh, first, tell everyone where they can find your music at on social media. Uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you can find uh, Gerard Arvell, um Duality on all major platforms. Uh, iTunes. Well, no, there is no iTunes no more. Apple Music. Uh, Title. I'm on all your major streaming sites. iHeartRadio, everything. Um, you can also go to Bandcamp.com. Um, that is where I normally release the original digital copies of it so that you can purchase it right away. Don't have to wait on anything or whatever. It just, boom, it's dead. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I do a lot of pre, I do a lot of my pre-orders from there too. That's uh, Gerard Arvell forward slash band camp. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other place you can find it. Honestly, if you Google Gerard Arvell, he's going to pop up. I'm the only person that pop up. Period. Okay. Um, before we get out of here, get out of here. I'm um, you know, say I take a page out of Grit's book and um. Uh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You gonna do that to me? You gonna do that to me? <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> motherfucker, I need a 16 ball right now. Freestyle, let's get that motherfucking shit. Right now. Right now. Man, you and Gris be killing me with that, man. Y'all be killing me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Go ahead, do your thing. All right. I got you. Okay. I guess I'm going to have to come on up with something, man. Oh, I can give you a fucking title. Talk about Speak Your Mind Radio shit. Like what we just did. Speak Your Mind Radio. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, that's what I intend to do about that. All right, cool. That's exactly what I want to do. Uh. I gotta get I gotta get myself together. I didn't think he was gonna do this to me. You need a little beat because I gotta put a little beat. Yeah, I did. Nah, I don't need no beat. Oh, okay. I know what I'm saying. I just know. All right. No, but I just lay it down real quick. And uh this is one this is one of those uh times where you kind of caught me off guard because you know these 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 little cats. I thought I was going to be seeing you face to face. It would have been a whole nother feeling. I thought that's what this was. It, you you threw me off. You should have been more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have been more in depth with me. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It just came to me like when I was interviewing you. I'm like, this dude is like awesome. He got a fucking gift. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's rare that I ask people to freestyle on my podcast. Only one person did it and she was a female artist from all the way from Germany and she mixed Spanish and Germany with it and I mean Germany. Oh that's dope. Oh yeah. Damn, I gotta, okay I gotta come with it then right? Hell yeah. Alright cool. All right. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. Uh Champ for all champions, hail to El Capitan. A Western ticket melon, I squeeze blood the back of it. MCs as targets, I dot them like they an acronym. And overcompensate because my skill set is immaculate. That boy grind, that dog cat is back again. Experiment went wrong, mad scientists battling. My eyes was replaced with a villa swelling and cyborg. So now my cornea reads terminate when your rap's on. Wax on, wax off, I'm real nigga, mastered every style, I'm Bruce Lee or audio givers. If AZ could bring life to a still picture, I could breathe a soul in the Mona Lisa, give her a song feature, and she'll probably murder it quick. High tech metaphors on some Da Vinci shit, the underdogs taking over like planetary invasions while you in the soup kitchen complaining they got a bacon. I'm in rare form. Okay, I'm 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 gonna leave it at that. You don't no, that was that. dope. That was some Bruce Lee shit. I heard you. <laughs> yeah, I fucking heard you. I heard every line. 
Yeah, nigga, I heard that. You it didn't, you said a whole lot of psych clubs in your cornea and all that shit. Okay, X-Men up in this motherfucker. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to acrobatically work out because look, when most people freestyle, you know what I'm saying, they just go they 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 go off of like, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is that sound like it's cracking for today. I'll be right. like, I want to. I want a lyrical exercise when I hear somebody go off. If you're going to spit some bars, I want to hear an exercise. Exactly. And that's exactly where you gave my eardrums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to imagine everything. I was just going by so fast. Yeah, you were seeing it as I was saying it. Yeah. Man. The whole interview. That's why I said you got an amazing gift. I can, I hear, I mean, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Yeah. So that right. is. Very rare I come across people like that and everything. I don't tell everybody, like, oh, I hear you, I feel you, blah. But I really do see everything that you're saying, and that's how I know that it's hardcore. It's imperative that you keep doing your craft, you know, working on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. People gotta hear you. Right, no doubt, no doubt. I intend on, I intend on keeping it up. Maybe uh, next time you have me on the show, man, Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll actually go in for you. You know what I'm saying? This time I just wanted to give people a little breeze and then call it like, I'm done, bro. I'm not going to keep on doing it. You gave him a little taste. I got you. I'm going to give him a little time. I'm going to get a little taste and then they come back and, and, and knock heads off this motherfucker. Like, that's what I plan on doing. I yeah. got you. But you're going to have to have me on again. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, as long as you bring in that heat, I got you. For sure. I, I plan on bringing heat rock. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I plan on bringing heat rock. Don't you worry. I believe that. I definitely believe that. <clears throat> no doubt. So, thank you so much, Gerard Abreu, for coming on the show and blessing the mic today. You definitely blessed the fucking mic. And yeah, by all means. I, I appreciate you having me. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's, it's my pleasure. And I want to thank all my listeners out there for tuning in and we'll see you next week. So bless up and peace out. Bless up. Peace out. For sure.